Hello, 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 and welcome to the Vagabond Way podcast. The journey goes ever on with the long road. This episode, the team is back at it. The first episode of season three of the Vagabond Way podcast, the team is back together digitally uh, and getting back at it. Join Steve Bonham, the Vagabond philosopher, Chris, the Bishleiden, that's me, and Kev Moore on a ramble chat through upcoming plans of new music releases and how the long road approaches writing and recording our Anglo-Americana music, a cinematic approach. Steve also takes us back to New Orleans with a glimpse of a new song, and Kev thinks back to the very start of his musical career. The Vagabond Way podcast featuring The Long Road is exploring the world of the troubadour, the adventurer, the vagabond. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. If those are the sorts of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we're celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Greetings, I am Chris the Bish Leiden and welcome to Season 3 of the Vagabond Way podcast. It's lovely to be back talking directly into your brains once more. Uh, we've had a, a few weeks off to recharge batteries and, and come up with plans for the future, which we'll tell you about uh, in this upcoming episode and some more bits in the future. Hope you're all doing well, uh, wherever in the world you are and whatever sort of state of lockdown your part of the world is in. Uh, this COVID-19 thing is still bubbling away and I think... Uh, I think a lot of us are managing to come up with ideas for new ways of doing things, trying to look for the positives where you can. Um, and hopefully in some ways there's some some light at the end of the, of the tunnel. Um, anyway, this week's episode features, as always, The Long Road. That is Steve Bonham, the Vagabond Philosopher, Kev, the Big Man Moore, uh, and me, Chris, the Bish Leiden. We sat down again via an online video conferencing thing to uh, have a chat about what's coming up on the road for us including the plans for our next recording project, which will be continuing the experiment we've been taking part in the last year or so, I guess. Uh, rather than releasing big chunks of music at once uh, and infrequently, uh, you know, the old notion of an album as a body of work, uh, we are experimenting with releasing EPs and singles, but are on a much more frequent timeline. Um, so there's just about always something new to be sharing with you. Um, so more on that in the coming weeks. In a couple of weeks, we actually start our new YouTube series, so you'll actually get to see us on screen. What a delight for you all. Um, the Anglo-Americana show, which we announced at the end of last uh, podcast season, uh, will feature chats and songs with musicians, songwriters, artists who are you know, on the same sort of path that we are. Music with one foot on, on each side of the Atlantic. Music that goes back to the source of the stories, you know, narrative, performing. Um, initially, the show will be every two weeks, uh, and we're going to be releasing that on Tuesdays. So you can have an uh, an even time frame between the YouTube show on a Tuesday and uh, the podcast on a Friday. Um, alongside the YouTube show, don't forget we have a um, we each have a curated playlist on Spotify. Just search for Anglo Americana, and you should find them. Steve's is called just that Anglo Americana. Kev's is Anglo Americana Moonshine Madness, uh, and mine is called Anglo Americana Daydreaming. So check them out, give them a follow, get involved. The big activity we have at the Long Road HQ right now is gearing up for the launch of our next single and the EP that will follow. Um, and in fact, the first single has actually changed since we recorded this chat. Um, it actually changed about an hour and a half after we finished this chat, um, such is the way of things. Um, so you'll hear us say the first single is called Wait on a Storm. Actually, the first single is going to be called On a Bridge Across the River. Uh, and then Waiting on a Storm is going to be a, a bit later on, along with do you um and then um 
The second single is going to be called If There's a God Out Here, uh, and that's being released uh, in about six weeks. Anyway, enough from me. I'm going to stop rambling on. Uh, I'm going to let all three of us ramble on together. Isn't that nice? Onto the chat, and I will see you on the other side. The three of us, the Long Roader, are back together after our short summer break. Hello, everybody all around the world that listens. We've got Steve Bonham. Yeah, hey. And we've got Kev. Hello, everybody. What did we do on our holidays? Holiday? Pardon? <laughs> well, haven't left my flat for three and a half weeks. That's why I've done. <laughs> Kev, Kev's enjoying it. He's stripped to his knickers on the beach every day. I mean, he's oh, yes. so. I'm, I'm out there, out there living it large. <laughs> I'm amazed at how many pictures you managed to take and post on, on Facebook, Kev. That is a, it is a huge amount. You're, of, you're leading a second life as a photographer. It's remarkable. It, I do seem to be. I am morphing into a kind of bronzed David Bailey. <laughs> I think it's the pap, you know, who lives outside his front door, who <laughs> follows him around. <laughs> we haven't had our... We, the last time the three of us spoke was, I think, the last episode of the podcast, wasn't it? Which was yeah. a month ago or six weeks ago now, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a little bit of time to re- recharge the batteries. We've got some plans afoot for new things. So we've got new season of the podcast that we're doing now. We're going to start doing our YouTube show in a, a couple of weeks as well. <laughs> <laughs> got to get that going as well. Um, and what, what what else is on the cards? What are, what are our plans? Yeah, we got the uh, studio uh, time in October for the next, which is like the... It's really exciting, isn't it? That's the start of a new round of recording. So it's the end of the American Wilderness Project is going to overlap with the start of whatever we're going to call this, the journey the next goes one. ever on or... Yeah. So we've done EPs one and two from yeah, yeah. the American Wilderness Project. So we've actually got we've still got EPs three and four to come, haven't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of forgotten about four. We, we were focusing <laughs> so much on three and the new stuff. There's... When you do it, goes it goes into like the the, the the sort of back room of your mind, doesn't it? Because you <laughs> you're focused on the other stuff. I, I loved yesterday. I because I, uh, we're you know working on the, the third EP. And, and those uh, putting extra, little extras on. It brought it back to life for me, actually. I must mm. have listened to uh, Bridge Across the River about 26 times yesterday evening, just, just <laughs> kind of going, yee-haw, this is, this is really good. I'd forgotten it was good, so it was good. Ace hollering. Yeah, uh, out there in media land, listen out for some ace hollering from, from, uh, from Kev. Because these days... Of course, it's brilliant. We can we can add bits afterwards. We can we can do afterthoughts. Stuart is at this very moment. He's sharpening his razor blades and getting his sellotape out to prepare to cut the <laughs> yeah. tapes to attack my hollering. <laughs> yeah. The uh, so the next EP is going to be out in about um, um, about three weeks. Well, the um, first the track is yeah. First track. The yeah. first track. Yes, yeah, sorry. So we're we're releasing the first track, um, and that one is going to be called "Waiting on a Storm." Yeah. Um, and then the second track, I, I, God, I'm, I'm pushing myself here. Is the second one going to be Do You, or is it... If There's a God Out There, I think we yeah, said. Yeah, I think it's If There's a God Out There. And then the other two tracks will be Do You and... Bridge Across the River. And those will be the four for the for this EP, um, which... And the EP, this one is called... Out of the Darkness. Out of the Darkness. Yeah. Yes. Be Very Afraid. 
It's, it's wonderfully against trend. Apparently, the, the stuff out in the music biz now, the, the people with nice, shiny, shiny faces and, uh, and, uh, uh, and flawless skin are saying, we need three-minute happy music. The world needs three-minute happy music. So we're going four, three, five-minute <laughs> tracks of absolutely hardcore yeah. rage. <laughs> that is it. Us on trend as usual. An extremely flawed skin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There are going to be DJs weeping in horror when they hear this. That'll teach them. This is not a track you might put on after Tammy Wynette. <laughs> so now it's funny the, the um, loyal listeners to our podcast have actually been listening to little snippets of Bridge Across the River for months and months and months. Yeah, now. they have. I actually, I, I use I use little bits of the uh, instrumental uh, yeah. version as the some of the interstitial music on on, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, we we've introduced it to them by stealth. Yes, yeah. it's the, the the planting of a seed and it, and it grows. What's what's that Jeff Goldblum quote? Was, oh yeah, yeah, uh, it's a fantastic quote. Yeah, uh, what is it? Oh, it's a, it's a visual gag rather than an audio gag, I realise. It doesn't of, really yeah. work on an audio podcast. <laughs> he sprinkles his fingers and then and then turns it up and it, and it grows, yeah. doesn't it? Um, oh, I, was, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. I started, th- I started thinking Tracks. about Jeff Goldblum. And something it's something yeah. to do um, with uh, the, the fact they've already heard snippets of the track. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've already heard stuff. So there's been little snippets all the way through uh, this second season of the podcast of Bridge Across the River. Um, and for, for me, actually, that, that song... Some, I think that was one of the ones where we we made this bold decision back in the studio to think, right, are we going to do any Hammond organ? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm I'm really glad we did because I think it, especially on tracks like that, it puts it in that world. You know what? Well, yeah, when I when I listened to it back for the first time, uh, probably yesterday when Steve was uh, mooting the idea of overdubs and and I uh, and that was uh, when it. St- when it just came in, you know, with the the, mm. the the big Hammond chord and that, I'm like, whoa, you know, and it's like really joyous, you know, it's great. Really yeah. glad we put that on there. So I'm I'm looking forward to that to that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What what which tracks are you looking forward to from this next little batch? I like if there's a God out there because that's uh, to me that's another um, one of those like with some of the previous tracks where we we do go off the wall, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Some of our, there's a, there's a hinterland within the long road music that is a very dangerous place to tread. And I think we go there <laughs> in that one. I, yeah. I, I'm with you, Kev. I mean, you know, I think creatively and artistically, you know, to me, we're forging something that is pretty raw there. And, uh, you know, it, it follows the moonshine principles, you know, mm. create something fiery out of a few simple ingredients. And, I don't know. I don't know any other band who do it at the moment. I just uh, that's what, and it scares me to be. To be, I don't know how the band who would do it. So uh, it I think you me need that antithesis, though. We are the antithesis to to uh, you know uh, cookie cutter pop, as I call it. You know, it's it's yeah. we we really will just chuck anything at a canvas, you know, and and. Mm. Uh, Sometimes we'll have to remove it with the turpentine because it's <laughs> not quite what's what we've envisaged. But but uh, I, I I do that's probably the thing I enjoy the most about what we do, which is the uh, the experimentation. We, let's see if this goes with this. You know, it sounds yeah. ridiculous to consider it, but let's see. Well, and some of the things we've we've done in the studio as well, yeah, that have been last 
almost last minute decisions. Yeah. Or I'm kind of referring to that, in fact, in the in the studio environment where we just sort of go, you know what? Yeah, let's try that. And I, I that's one of the favourite things of studio work for me. It always has been. And it's one of the things I like about Stuart uh, Stuart Jones from Woodworm. His approach to us being in the studio is he's not phased by anything. No, he's <laughs> got a good <laughs> sense of humour, Stuart- which is important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Stuart's, um, I mean, Stuart's experience over the years with all kinds of different groups. I remember he was telling us about the magical group that he had in, um, <laughs> yeah. that was a, it was a new one for him. Um, and you know, he's had he's had all kinds of superstars in there. So actually, he's he's used to he's used to anything being thrown at him, uh, and he just he goes and he goes, yeah, let's try it and see what happens. Yeah. And very occasionally, he gets this twinkle in his eye yeah. when you suggest something, and he goes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and and he does something. He does some un, unknown thing when he starts. You know that thing when he starts plugging in more wires, yeah. and you think, oh, he's he's turning on another another machine to do something else. Yeah, when he fires up point, another I machine, start, you know, yeah. you know, you've got him. Yeah, when, when those little wires come, when he starts plugging in that, and then goes, oh no, I shouldn't know that, and and then you think, okay, right, Stuart's Stuart's onto something. Yeah, he's yeah. on board with uh, the idea. Yeah. It, it astonishes <laughs> yeah. me how creative he is. When all he requires is a cup of tea every forty-five minutes and a chocolate biscuit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> other people take hard drugs, but not all do. Just give me a cup of to be, strong to be tea. Fair, we never have st- strong tea. We never have confirmed what's in his vape device, though. No, no we haven't. True. I mean, I'm not casting aspersions, but we've never checked. But I think the thing about these these songs, uh, and, and again, it was listening to uh, Bridge last night. They're they're like movies. Mm. I love that. Actually, I love I love that because uh, there's the stories very strong and, and and the layers are there and what what you guys bring is that kind of soundscape that m- makes them movie like. Yeah, you know I, I think if somebody says you know there's every time you get interviewed on the radio who's your influences musically, and I always find a struggle to answer that question, but I've decided my answer from now in on. It's the Cohen brothers. Yeah, yeah, great. I think musically, that's my songwriting. You know, I, I write, yeah. try to write songs like they make films. I'm currently, I'm currently watching the TV series of Fargo, which uh, beautifully maintains the vibe of the film. And of course, you've got the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou uh, movie that they yeah. made. Uh, yeah, it is like that. And I think when you have a, a lyric writer such as yourself. Steve, where quite often the lyrics do precede any any music um, in this genre. In other genres that I work in, it doesn't always work that way, but in this genre, it often does. I think the music always has to serve the lyric. And when the lyric mm. is quite expansive and um, is very descriptive, uh, you, you do have to go cinematic with it. Often it'll take you on a journey because it's a story. So... Uh, you you do end up with acts, you know, individual yeah. acts. Yeah, uh, and that's how they the songs sometimes might start off in one place, and by the time the listener is deposited in a <laughs> seething mass at the end of it, they're entirely somewhere else. <laughs> it's amazing how far you can travel in in a four minute, four and a half minute song, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So we've got a song on there about a vigilante group. After a bloke who's uh, misbehaved with uh, uh, the local uh, local beauty, we've got a song about making oxycontin and drugs up in the hills of Appalachia. Uh, we've got a, a song about the kind of rather dubious and dark past of Nashville, 
And then at the end of it, just to sort of let you off the hook, there's kind of what is a secular prayer, like, can, <laughs> yeah. can, can we get over this? Just so you just just so you can absolve yourself of what you've immersed yourself in. It's our it's our equivalent of taking you to the river yeah. and washing you down. It's going to be a good one, I think. It's a good one. So that's that. All that all that, dear listeners, is going to be heading your way from September onwards. Like, like we, I mean, the number of conversations me and Steve and Kev have had over the over the. Oh, I mean, I suppose it's been a year now since we started this project, really, back because you guys started recording that first EP. Uh, uh, October. Uh, January, yeah. When was um, it? Yeah, no, yeah. no, August, yeah, it's a year ago, yeah. And, and we, we've not agonised, but we have definitely carefully thought about what's going to go on which, which EP, uh, and, and now, because we're going to be releasing them every month, thinking about what's actually coming, what's the... The journey we're, we're taking people on so it's the the sort of the uh, the artistic input it you know we may not have realized this before but actually we are we are thinking quite filmically or you know cinematically in that respect aren't we because yeah. it's the journey that people that we want to take people on so that's um that's uh what's coming up next in terms of the um recording release and then uh the the final ep from this first batch is going to be out start of next year, I think it's yeah, going to be so. now, yeah. um, and that one is called "Looking for Gold." It is, um, and we'll you know we'll spend we'll 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 have a chat about some of those tracks um, on another on another podcast, I'm sure. But also um, alongside the releases of these ones, we're going to try do some new recording things. So we've got some new songs brewing mm. um, that we're going to try and get into the studio. Um, Oh yeah! By the end of this year, hopefully, depending on you know who's allowed to travel where and when, um, yeah. we'll we'll get into the, we'll get into the, there is there is much much willing, mm-hmm. but unfortunately the um, the airlines are weak. <laughs> yeah. And I think Steve, you're going to do a, a little sort of insight into some of these new songs. Yeah, um, uh, in yeah. the coming weeks on the podcast. Yeah. So we'll so listeners keep on listening out for the. Um, the, the new stuff we've got going keep you know keep an eye on our social media stuff because we're going to post little snippets of things and we want to hear from you guys and see what's what's yeah. floating your boat what's what's tickling your fancies um because the this anglo-americana movement that we're going for you know it's a we're trying to build this community this because there are people out there that really love this this kind of oh, stuff it's, it's amazing um, i mean yesterday i had three three messages from people wanting to get on board with that all of them finding the kind of flag they're flying under at the moment difficult, and saying, "Yeah, we know where you're coming from. We wanna, we wanna associate with that, which is just lovely, you know." Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's hard to sometimes to you sometimes you need to have a a label. It's not constrictive, but it's a way of just like you say, putting your flag on the mountain top and saying, "This is who yeah. we are," you know. Uh, and yeah, I think it's 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 great that that people are getting on board with that. A section that we are going to call "Songs in the Mix" now, where we take a deeper dive into some of the back catalogue, or sometimes we'll give you a preview of new things to come. Uh, so this week it's the latter. Um, Steve has got a new song to share with us, uh, so I'm going to hand you straight over to Steve. As we're, as we're heading towards recording again in the autumn, the job for me and it is to make sure we've got plenty of material to go at. And um, I found the best way of doing that over the years is to, to, to make it a continual process, always been working on stuff and collecting stuff. As I think I've said before, 
my way of doing it is to is to collect sounds or phrases or guitar licks and make sure I've recorded them just on the phone and then start pulling them together over a period of time. Uh, and I'm deep in that process now. So I thought today I'd show you one that we might record in, in the autumn. We'll see how we're going to go. I'll offer these up and this may be the only time this this song is uh, is out there. Um, this particular song grew out of two things. One, one is purchasing during the lockdown this wonderful 12-string guitar from Rob Hodgson, who lives uh, just north of me. I'd only gone to get my guitar fixed and he just finished making this unbelievably beautiful instrument, which sounds better than any 12-string I've ever played or, or, or seen. Um, and the great thing is if you have a new guitar, immediately you start discovering it's got lots of songs hidden inside it. So that's kind of what I worked at. And then the second thing was this need or want over a number of years to, to write a song about New Orleans. Um, I, I've been to New, New Orleans several times and yeah, I think it's definitely the most favourite city on, on the planet for me. I just love everything about it. I like the whole mix of sounds and smells and and sights and people and weather and history um and you know it's 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 not a it's not a pretend place it's got a dark past and it's got a complex present and a a doubtful future and I, and I like that sense that it's a city that almost knows the foolishness of life and has given up on unnecessary distractions of race and colour and beliefs about people and just embraced everybody in this incredible jambalaya of life. And one of the first times I went was to... I got I got there on my own. I went on my own for four days, meeting up... Uh, uh, once a day to walk around with an old friend, the, the psychologist, Michael Apter, um, who, who's fairly elderly now. And so we, we would walk around the city at his pace and, and talking about the things that he knew and he saw. And it was just wonderful. We'd sit during uh, the uh, Lover having a long lunch with a small beer, listening to jazz. He would take me into some of the old antique shops because he's very keen on that and look at a Picasso that happened to be on sale there and um, and then he would he would uh, he would head home and, and I'd keep walking and uh, the very first day I was there um, uh, jet lag got me up and woke me up at about four o'clock and I, I just had to get up so I, I went for a walk around the French Quarter I was staying in Le Richelieu Hotel I went for a walk around the, the French Quarter at about six in the morning five six and found there was a bar open and the golden lantern and uh the golden lantern you know there were people sitting drinking and it, it didn't look like they'd been there all night i couldn't work whether they'd been all there all night or they just started early it was a 24 7 bar and uh they waved me in big smiley place i felt yeah not That'd be good fun, but I, I actually kept walking because it was just too early for a Bloody Mary, quite frankly, even though they promised me the best in the world. 
Um, I found out later it was a 24-7 uh, gay bar and it must be one of the most mellow places I've ever seen. Um, and it made its way into this song. I also came across the Arcadia bookshop where the books are stacked in piles, so 10 feet high. Uh, and just everywhere, you have to climb over books and get in the book. All the books of the world is sounding out of, you know, uh, Shadow of the Window, whatever it was called, uh, bookstore. The, the world's books are in this tiny little store on the back streets of New Orleans. And that's a very urbane, very urbane uh, owner. And, and it's kind of the game is to ask him uh, uh, if he's got a particular book, and he always says yes. And, you, and, I, and then you ask him, and do you know it, uh, where it is in this shop? And he go, I most certainly do, sir. And he go and fetch it. Anyway, so eventually I've got round to, to, to writing this song, uh, which is about all those experiences uh, and the things that I've seen and uh, enjoyed there. I love New Orleans. So here we go, a, a brand new song for you all. Uh, this one is called Washed Away. Kind of told me where to go 
The hurricane came roaring in Water's piling high Me and you keep dancing on Afraid to say goodbye We're gonna get washed away We're gonna get washed away Looking for a place to play Listeners, and welcome once more to uh, Kev's Cafe Corner. A hastily prepared one, I must confess, dear listeners, having forgotten about it till the 11th hour. So I've just popped in the shower and uh, opened my mind and uh, tried to think of something suitable. And I came upon this in the dusty, cobwebbed storerooms of my memory. Uh, Those of you of a certain age may remember a chain of cafeterias around the UK called the Golden Egg. I believe they've all disappeared from the landscape now. Uh, But they were quite the thing back in the day. And the reason why I'm going to uh, highlight the Golden Egg today and one particular branch of the Golden Egg, the one in the Arndale Centre of Doncaster, as it was then, and a particular time, in fact, I believe it was April 1979, and it's very special to me, that place, not particularly for the uh, the fare that they served, although they really did some good egg-based delights and a very um, amenable cup of coffee, if I remember well. But that particular branch was where I learned that I had got the job as a professional bass player singer. And that was momentous to me when I look back at that. Perhaps in my youth I didn't quite realise the import of it, but I'd been in bands since I was eight years old. I'd played around the pubs and clubs in the Derby area and I'd had a job in an office in a power station for about three years, slowly going insane. And I started applying for jobs in the Melody Maker. And this particular one caught my eye, amongst others. I went to a few auditions, but it said that a bass player wanted with vocals, Scandinavian tour, £100 a week. Now, in 1979, sat at a desk, I believe I was taking home something like £40 a week, and I thought, what do I want to do? Do I want to sit at a desk, averaging averages of the output of a boiler at a power station, for which I had no inclination nor talent, or do I want to play the bass guitar in a Scandinavian capital? Uh, You might imagine I quickly weighed up the pros and cons in the favour of the musical gig and um, went to the audition at a place called The Drum in Doncaster. Don't think The Drum exists anymore. It's a a pub on the outskirts in Bentley, I think, of Doncaster. And um, where I first met some of the musicians that would be friends for many, many years. And um, one of them still to this day, in fact, the drummer in Christie, Simon. And my first band leader, Jim 
Percy, who was hugely influential on me. And we did the auditions and I, I played a couple of songs. I think I did Easy by the Commodores, sang and played it. And then he took two of us after, there was a lot of people there for the audition, and he took two of us down to the Golden Egg. And at this point, I still had no idea. Because I, having lived in the cocoon of the Derby music scene, I had no idea whether I was any good or not. I'd not really pitted myself against people out of the area. And um, I just remember sitting across the table from Jim that day. And he said, well, you're in. And from that day to this, it's been my profession. And that's 41 years. So I'll never forget that moment. It was hugely important. And it's hugely important because it actually, from the, from the outset, gave me two years solid, professional, well-paid work. And I suppose conditioned me to believe there was the possibility of a life earning a living as a musician. And um, so that, that place is, is very, very important to me. They should put a blue plaque up there. <laughs> well, probably, probably don't deserve a blue plaque, but at least, you know, put a plaque up commemorating the golden egg. Because when I think about it, I wonder how many bands have broken and been formed and ideas tabled, sat in places like the golden egg. It was probably the breeding ground for a huge amount of music and ideas that came about in the early days. And I suppose to circle and close the, the story today, all these places have disappeared and now the venues are disappearing because of the times we're living in. And we shouldn't forget these places, not just the venues, the cafes, the meeting places where ideas are thrown around and germinated and magic is born. Till next time, folks, take care of yourselves. Have a coffee on me. been so long since I've done a Bishop's Daily Bread. I've got various bits and bobs to update you all on in the, the coming weeks. Uh, I won't do it all in one go today, though, don't worry. Um, today, just a very quick mention, I've got a, a new venture. Um, bread rolls, but brioche bread rolls. Uh, so rolls enriched with butter, egg, milk, um, and then egg washed and then dappled with sesame seeds before baking. Um, looking forward to trying these out with a, a nice barbecued burger later on, enjoying this summer heat the UK is enjoying enduring right now um anyway lots of chats this week already so we'll we'll keep you in suspense and you can look forward to hearing more about my baking exploits in the coming weeks so that's it for this week thank you for listening wherever in the world you are don't forget to subscribe to the podcast we're on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify the next episode will be out next friday Join us on YouTube for the Anglo-Americana show uh, and become part of the Anglo-Americana movement. Head to youtube.com slash The Vagabond Way. That show starts in a couple of weeks. Find The Vagabond Way or Steve Bonham on the Long Road on Facebook. Um, all of our music is on Spotify and Apple Music as well, so go and have a listen, give us a follow. If you like what you hear, share it with your pals who might like it as well. We're on Patreon. 
at patreon.com slash thevagabondway. A big thank you to our Patreons, and a special shout-out to Orla Flynn, James Lydon, Yvette Lydon, and Trish Taylor. Thank you for supporting us. So Patreon is a great platform that makes it super easy for anybody out there, you, to support content that you love on a monthly basis. It gives you direct access to the people creating the stuff you love, us, hopefully, and you get to play an integral part in shaping the direction of the things that we make. So, become a vagabonder. That's our name for our supporters on Patreon. To help us create music, live performances, books, short stories, this weekly podcast, the YouTube show, and some new things we're cooking up. As a vagabonder, you can get the recordings and books we make for free, receive exclusive Patreon-only merchandise in the post, get regular behind-the-scenes updates from us, unlock access to exclusive live stream performances and Q&As, and lots more. You can help us create something different, something that entertains, and something that inspires others. So, join us on the journey and release The Vagabond Within. Patreon.com slash The Vagabond Way. Thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers, for joining us on The Vagabond Way. Remember, the world isn't beige, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with The Long Road. Bye for now. (laughs) Thank you.